This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. I am here uh, with the one and only Chris Valente. Chris, the world is burning down as we speak. Uh, we are in weird times, my friend. This is, I mean, I, I always hyperbole, right? Like, never seen this before. I mean, I, I guess... This is unprecedented. This is uncharted. This is uncharted. Uh, based on the news that's coming out, and as we're sitting here... The Oklahoma City Thunder and Utah Jazz have walked off the court because players are ill and they don't know what to do. This is crazy. Everyone is scared out of their minds. They're uh, so we are recording this. This is Wednesday, March eleventh, and <laughs> and as I have a cough too, I don't have coronavirus. Um, mm. <laughs> I went to the doctor, uh, and they're like literally walking off the court. Um, and they are trying to entertain fans. This seems weird to me off the top of my head, but I guess I don't know what I would do differently. The Oklahoma City Thunder have moved their halftime entertainment up to keep fans occupied during the delay. Well, That was two minutes ago. This was going to be the last game tonight anyway with fans in the stands because the NBA <coughs> tomorrow was going to move on. There will be no more fans at any more games in arenas. So seems like you think that, that you think that will happen? Yes, or, yes. Did Woj, uh, Woj bombed tweet it. that today? Yeah, so Woj said the Board of Governors uh, elected to move forward with a plan in regarding that the games would be played with no fans in the stands. Uh, the NBA is expected to accept that decision tomorrow and for the time being or however long this takes to settle down, there will be games played with no one in the stands, no different than what the NCAA tournament announced today. Um yeah, the NCAA tournament announced no fans in the stands for any of their championship stuff. Yeah, and I mean They're closing schools every day. Universities this is, are everyone in Boston's closed. Uh, I, I yeah, it's 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 scary, and I think it's people are definitely and it's it's weird, right? Because it's like human nature with things that we can't see, feel, or touch. We have this innate ability to kind of compartmentalize and pretend that it's not happening because you can't see it, and like the numbers seem so low and comparative to when you people are like saying this other stuff and not to get like doctorish because we're not doctors nor should we be giving anybody Far advice from it. but there's clearly uh, an issue happening around the world uh sports is the last thing that should be making or exasperating the problem we're supposed to be an industry that brings people together and helps people rise back i mean i the only thing i can think of in our lifetime, from a sports perspective, was nine eleven right when that really yeah, right. brought people back and this, but this unfortunately 
is an instance where sports can actually have a detriment because we bring so many people and so many people are passionate about our teams and our leagues that they want to be there. They don't want to stay away and they're large crowd gatherings. And from every health professional you hear, you should be avoiding those at every single cost. That um, I applaud the NBA for probably doing the right thing. Um, and there's no, I mean, I guess there is kind of a wrong answer, but there's there's so many factors. I mean, we're doing this every day. Like, we don't know what to do because there's so many moving parts. There's so many things with the players and contracts and sponsors and tickets and travel. It's just, it's not as simple as people sometimes think, but it, it's, this is crazy. Like, I, I, I hope we never see this again because. <laughs> yeah, right. So get this. Uh, I'm on Twitter as we're talking and, um, 11 seconds ago, Oklahoma City police are closing the Chesapeake Energy Arena after tonight's Oklahoma City Thunder game stops abruptly. Uh, we're working on we're working to learn on details why, and this is uh, some TV reporter in Oklahoma City. I, Oklahoma City uh, Brian Dorman on uh, on Twitter. Yeah, I I mean, every hour something changes or you get another news story and like it, you just I, i'd say like look we have a lot of young listeners here and like i've seen it in our office the past couple days and there's nothing you can do other than be really smart and use common sense and just kind of ride this out until it goes away at some point and you just hope that the appropriate measures are taken because it's it's just unprecedented territory and looking for and trying to pretend like it's not happening and you're above it all. It's not about us. Like I think like everyone's pretty confident that if you myself or the 23 year old gets coronavirus, our immune systems will fight back and will win because we don't have underlying health issues. Yeah. Right. It's about protecting your fellow citizens who can't, and they have problems and this could really kill them. And your elderly parents or grandparents or somebody who's his 30 and has a breathing disorder. Like it's not necessarily about and like look i i'll be the first to admit i had a very selfish take on it the other night i was feeling sorry for myself based on this the deals that you and i have talked about on this podcast they're clearly not going to be at full capacity at this point i mean the season in mlb is not going to go off without a hitch that's literally impossible at this point and i felt a little sorry for myself and then eventually i was like this isn't about me there's so many more people that are affected that i'll be fine we'll figure it out we'll get through it and it'll all come to fruition at some point, and whatever's meant to happen will happen. But there's people out there that rely on this revenue, that are work games, concerts, events, that they won't be able to pay rent. They won't be able to have the money they were planning on South by Southwest. Like All this stuff is an ecosystem that feeds the beast, and it's beyond sports. Like We're so insignificant, but if there's actual people's <coughs> lives being affected by this, and it's it's not a time to be like selfish. It's not a time to worry about will there be games or can I go to an NCAA tournament? Like, yes, it sucks. Yes, you want to go. But at the end of the day, if you get sick and die, you'll never go again. So, like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's cra- and, um, crazy. Update on the Jazz uh, Thunder thing. Uh, everyone in attendance for the Utah Jazz and Oklahoma City game is um, – uh, the PA announcers tell fans in OKC that everyone in attendance for the Jazz Thunder game is safe and to exit in normal fashion. It seems like it's in the house. illness with the player. And I think 
Yeah, Rudy Gobert uh, said he was sick, and now here we go. I saw some soccer guy uh, was yeah Juventus has Corona. Yeah, has Corona in Italy. I mean, I, 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 look, Italy's not a third world country, right? And like they are, they shot, they locked down, and they locked down more today. They just closed everything. They used they were open for bars and restaurants. That's now officially closed today. You can only go to the grocery store or the pharmacy. It seems like it's here, and we're just starting to see it all come. Like I don't know. It's this is weird. It's not great. There's no other way to say it. Um, it's not time to panic. It's just time to be smart and make smart decisions. And I, and then sometimes I just know as a human being we have this, like I said, innate ability to feel invincible. And it's not necessarily about us. It's about people that are around you that need to make sure that they don't catch this. Yeah, this is, um, this is just getting crazier and crazier and crazier and crazier by the day it is um you know if you listen to if other people listen to other podcasts other than front office features which you know can be a debatable thing but waste uh, of time waste of time uh but sports business journal has a daily podcast right now on the effects of what's going on with coronavirus and the sports business effects that it's having i mean they're postponing nba games you're anticipating that they're making an announcement tomorrow that they're going to play games with no fans in front of them. Um, they're postponing the Olympics are coming up this year. Um, who knows what happens there? They're already talking about qualifiers. They've already um, said they're playing the freaking uh, NCAA championships with nobody in the stands. There's nothing like they're this. Looking There's literally to move. nothing they're like They're looking this. to move the venue, too, because they have a 70,000-seater <clears throat> arena for the Final Four, right? Yeah, what do you need a seventy thousand? You need a high school gym. Yeah, you do. You do. Like, you really don't need to spend the money to open a seventy thousand seat arena for a hundred people. So, uh, imagine hitting that budget, or in the city's budget, the state's budget. All those people supposed to come there. Imagine Vegas. That's what I'm talking about. This economic impact. Like when I was saying, I was feeling sorry for myself or whatever. Like, I'll be fine. I'll figure it out. Like, life goes on. But there's serious implications to people who rely on this kind of revenue from part time workers to concession workers to all those folks out there that are affected by this. That's it's it's hard to recoup. And it's like they live their lives based on this opportunity. <coughs> and I would so- say, like, though the right decision is being made, I like, I personally think. When something like this is happening, and it's a life and death matter, a basketball game, a baseball game, a football game should be the lo- the last thing on the priority list to make sure we play those. Like it's just it's just just move them to the bottom. It's it's hard to say that though, right? Do you, because of your earlier point, you're also not just the basketball game. You're right in the grand scheme of things, a basketball game, whether the who wins the Jazz Thunder game on March 11th doesn't matter. But you just said all of the people who rely on that income and the stadiums and the uh, and the cities and towns that do that, that's not just something, oh, it'll be fine. No. I mean, you're talking about real things, about paying sure. rent. You're talking about, you know, health care, you know, all the bills and everything too. So I don't know if you can just dismiss it of like it doesn't matter. It's got to be somewhere where it does matter because it is a multi billion dollars hundreds of billion dollar industry the game my point the game does not matter 
But if yeah. you go and you put 70,000 people in a stadium and they all spread the disease, which it seems like, I mean, uh, the case here in Boston, which is the most terrifying one, is the Biogen Conference. Now, Biogen's attached to, ironically, a biopharma. 75 people in one room left with it, like if, uh, from with a disease. Just Yeah, that's not right. Like, people are like, oh, it's just a flu. No one walks, if anyone had the one person had no. the flu in... A conference, not seventy-five people are getting the flu. I slept in my no. son's bed for two nights. He had the flu. I didn't get it. So, like, that's very different. So, putting seventy thousand people, the people who need the money for sure, it's it's awful. I my sympathies and my heart goes out to them, and I hope they find another way to to supplement that income. But if they catch coronavirus, that supplement income is going to get a lot harder to make up because they're home sick or in the hospital. Like, I, health. If you don't have your health. Nothing else matters. It just doesn't. Yeah. I just saw uh, Springfield College, the alma mater, uh, extended spring break. So it was supposed to be next week, uh, for a week, obviously. And they're going to do it till the end of the month in uh, March. Uh, so, as it's just, the news just, I mean, we're connected all over this this industry. So, just got a text. Confirm infected person stayed at Mirage in Vegas today. Hotels on lockdown, as is the strip. Oh, my God. I mean, this, that's my, like, this shit is real. And you just, even though you can't see it, you can't feel it, you can't touch it, you gotta be careful. And the, the stuff that's, it's, it's gonna seem, it's seemingly going to be worse until it gets better. It gets better. And the only way it's gonna get better is by us making smart decisions and being vigilant and using common sense. But, I know that's hard sometimes for people, uh, but I, I just I don't know what else to say. Like this is this is not a normal podcast. This is unfortunately what we're talking about. It sucks. It's here. So to put this in, because <coughs> I have a cough. Um, so to put this in sports, you know, as we know, our, our audience is up and coming sports business execs, right? So people right now are job searching, right? There's a lot of people that are trying to find that internship or trying to find that summer gig or trying to uh, close in on their um, our summer job or, you know, to reach out and start networking with these folks. What would your suggestion to them be? <sighs> yeah, so I, I perfect. this is perfect. So uh, one of my... Well, I'm a professional podcaster, so I ask perfect questions. No, would you agree with so that? So it's just perfect timing. I got a text today from... <laughs> I got a text today from one of our associates who was called by a professional sports team today who said, you have the job, but we cannot hire you until we know what the hell is going on. Like today. Yeah, I can imagine that no one is like, all right, we've got to figure this stuff out before we start talking about jobs. I mean, we're going to, we're talking about significant revenue loss across the board, like significant revenue loss for teams. It's going to be, Billions and billions of dollars. Like the tickets, you can't get that back. If the baseball has to give back all, like you talk about a gate at a Red Sox game with that many people in attendance times the t- ticket price, that's what, I don't know, I'm making, I don't even really know, $3 million a night? Like, Right, if you just said 37,000 times 100 bucks a ticket. Yeah, it's right? 3.7 like million. 3.7 million. So like, you're not gonna, you can't make that up. Like there's just no way to do that. So I, I to, to tell those people now, you're gonna have to ride it out and be very patient um, and understand that us as executives in this industry right now don't have an answer or a solution unfortunately for you because this is uncharted territory. The only thing close I can think of 
was 9-11, but that was just shut down for like a couple days. A week, yeah, a week or so. Yeah, right? and it wasn't it wasn't because of you couldn't eventually then go back to the ballpark or know when you could go back to the ballpark or know when you could go back. So like, I, I, I wish I could say, look, this will be fine in a month. I don't know. I have no idea. But you're going to have to ride it out. And I, look, this isn't just a sports issue, right? That's going to be every industry. Every industry is just yeah. Every industry, no one's hiring a thing right now. They're getting whacked. I mean, you're going to worry about layoffs more than getting hired. Yeah, I, I think that there's a. Uh, I, I think if you're looking for work right now, you got to be patient. Yes, patient, um, patient, 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 patient. Because I, in my opinion, right, if this lasts a week, a month six months at some point it's gonna be okay right yes like yes it at will at some point it, it, it'll be there'll be okay. a vaccine you know, there'll be a cure it will be there'll, there'll be, be fine. something right it'll be okay at some point who knows what it'll be but it'll be okay at some point people will hire and sports will get going again and it'll but i don't know if it's gonna i just think patience is the is the key right now uh if you if you are cur- currently looking or trying to look or any of that kind of stuff 100%. I mean, there's, I, I don't know what else other advice to tell you other than be respectful of the situations that other people are in currently and not be hounding them or a nag. And like, I, I can tell you that hiring the entry level role won't be on people's priority list at this given time as they're going to yeah, be doing. It can't, it, it can't be. Budget reforecasting and what if scenarios and does modeling and moving schedules. And like, I, I, I someone told me that the, American Airlines Center in Dallas is looking to prepare to be the L.A. Clippers home facility for the playoffs because L.A. is a war zone right now. From I, I, It's just so much shit going on, guys. Like You're going to have to just be patient and ride it out because there's no real – if we someone is to tell you like, oh, yeah, just give it two weeks, they're, they don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. No, no, nobody, no, nobody knows. I think you uh, – no matter what, you just got to be – vigilant and just be smart about it uh if you're you know looking for a job or you're trying to find a job i mean just kind of do your thing um but don't be reaching out every week to be like hey where's the job you know hey man we're trying to figure out if we're going to play games or not because everyone's affected no matter what sports or what business or what entity that you're in i think everyone is taking a break i mean even like I talked to my wife who works at Amica Insurance. They're making plans on what happens if this comes over, if they're staying open or working from home or those types of things. I, it just seems like, hey, you know, chill for a little bit. Esports have canceled their events. I mean, it's 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 unprecedented times, um, but we'll get through it, and it'll come out probably with better processes and more preparedness because, like, who sits around thinking about what happens if we get an epidemic or a pandemic or whatever the hell it is, and what would we do? So, look, all I would tell you is stay healthy, be patient, like Rob said. It'll come around. It'll all be fine. It's just going to take some time, and I don't know what that timetable is. Yeah, I don't think any anybody does. I don't think anybody does. Um like that's all we've been really kind of talking about it you know we talked about it uh, we have a staff meeting every tuesday we talked about it there was an international league call 
Uh, today, late afternoon, I wasn't able to be on the call, but um, I know there was a call. I got the uh, recap of it, and there's, you know, this is being talked about, I'm sure, at the highest levels, and I think um, what at least baseball is doing, in my opinion, is good, is that they are talking about it in a team uh, when I say team, I mean in a group kind of way, and no one's going to go out on their own, and they're trying to get as much input as possible. But uh, you know, this is this is unique, to say the least, to, uh, to give the understatement of the uh, the understatement of the world. Yeah, no, I, I like we said, this is unprecedented. Um, the financial crisis in 07, 08 is is different because like you can understand it and you can see it because you see your 401k just plummeting, but. In, in this, yeah, don't. Look, I'm not looking at my 401k today. No, and I, look, if I'm going to give anybody any advice on this podcast, if you're young, this is not a bad thing when the market goes down. The pandemic you is can buy in cheap. The pandemic is a bad thing, but when the market goes down, it's an opportunity to buy in at a better price and you just throw it in there and don't look at it because it's going to be pretty red for a while. But you're getting stocks at a very cheap price, so. Of anything that could come out of it, your 401k. You know, just like we thought when this podcast would be is giving investment advice. That's what we <laughs> thought when we talked about doing this six months ago. You know how it's funny, though, how much of financial advice I actually have to give to the young folks in our office? Because it we talk about, like, there's no financial literacy in college. Like, no one really teaches you about that. I totally agree. There should be, like, a life course, like, in your senior year of, like, how to pay bills and how to Completely. What, is, what your, does interest uh, mean? What is, what a, what what is, is a 401k? Right. All, all of those types of things should be part of graduating college. I agree. I completely agree. I think because you use that way more in your life than like, I don't know. Algebra problems or. I, I, I took, uh, what's the outer space stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Astronomy. <laughs> uh, outer space stuff. Yeah. So I, here's the funny thing. I, <coughs> when you watch Star Wars. I, yep. I love outer space. Like, I'm fascinated by space. Fascinated by it. It blows my mind. It makes zero sense. Like, I can't wrap my head around that. around that something that just goes on forever. It doesn't make any... And, like, the amount of galaxies they say are out there and the billion... Like, it doesn't make any sense, right? Like, nothing. Like, it just blows logic out of the water. So, I'm like, oh, I'll take astronomy. Get to this class. The amount of math... And I like math. The amount of crazy math that you need to learn in that class. Oh, my God. I was like, this is not what I want. This is not what I'm here for. This is not what I'm here for. You liked math? Like, I don't mind, like, algebra. Like, I don't like geometry. I like algebra. Like, I don't mind problem solving. Like, I like problem solving. So, like, equations yeah. and stuff. This was, like, math that you needed to be a rocket scientist, right? Because it's astronomy. Yeah, right. So, I was like, this is this is not what I signed up for. I wanted to learn about more, like, what's on Mars and, like, where are the aliens. But, no. And no, that wasn't, that that was, wasn't that it. That wasn't it. It was like, can you calculate light years divided? I'm like, okay. Where, where are where, What the hell are we talking about right now? <laughs> It's coronavirus. I, I, I have I have no idea. We talked about coronavirus and somehow that got us into outer space. Um, but I just thought it was interesting. I think from a sports business standpoint, is like this is just changing by literally the seconds. We're here on um, uh, here now. Um, but uh, anyway, um, I did want to talk to you about. Um, did you have a chance to listen to uh, Jesse and the Bananas? No, I need you to recap. I was actually, I, I want you to recap for me what he actually said in terms of his reasoning. It didn't. I, 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 I think I started the podcast off with he explained how he wanted, why he wanted to, why he did it, 
and I still can't wrap my head around it. It still doesn't make any sense to me. He, he thinks that no one wants to go to a game to be advertised to. Okay, I can understand that. No, no one goes no. to a game for that reason. I... Right, so that's his thought, right? That's his thought, is that no one goes to a game, so why should we do it? And I said, what about the money? What about the money? He goes, we'll build more fans by having advertising to that. And he says, it seems to me that he is trying to build. Because I asked him, what, like, what does the future look like? Do you want to buy an affiliated team? Do you want to buy a Major League Baseball team and do your crazy stuff uh, there? And he said, no, there's too much red tape, which I... Get it, I understand that. It sounded more like he wanted to build that, and I used this phrase, and I think he agreed, like the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. Hmm. Um, like the, the what you go to is just like the complete circus show. Like a complete, he he's a ringmaster. He's a he's a showman. He's the he is a you know is a circus conductor, right? And I don't mean that negatively. I mean there's so many positive things that I have. I wish I I told him I wish I had the creativity he did. And he was like, oh, you do. You just got to look at it. And he tried to give me a little pep talk. But uh, <laughs> Hey, man, you'll uh, get there one day. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and I don't know. I, I just I, – it doesn't make sense to me. Still doesn't make sense to me. Um, we had a good conversation. Uh, the audio sucked for some reason. I don't know why. I apologize for that. Was it Zencaster? Um, it did, no, it was – I recorded it over the phone. And it didn't – and I uh, have a way to – I don't know. I don't want to get technical here. But anyway, it didn't come out as – great as i thought it was going to um i've had better phone recordings i guess um anyway um we talked a lot about how he looks the opposite of things which there's a lot of good things i I, like i said i got a ton of respect for jesse and what he does um but i just uh i i can't i cannot 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 without any question wrap my head around this advertising thing and it's different oh and the other thing that i asked him i thought was interesting i was like all right you do all this crazy stuff for the players dance and uh, they go on dates and all. Like, how do you recruit players to do that? I can only imagine when you bring your players in the first time and you say, "All right, we're gonna do uh, dance class," and that's what they did. They had their their first practice. They had dance class huh. as their practice, and some of the players were like, "F that!" <laughs> and like, uh, now that he says he's got a, a laundry list of over a thousand players that want to play there, uh, and He's sold out till 2022, and like, uh, you know, they're killing it. He's doing a he's doing a great job. It's just like I just can't. I don't know. Maybe I am jaded by AAA baseball, and I just can't. I I I just I don't get some of it, um, but I get a lot of it. He's. I wish um, we did a good as good a job as they did in creating content. Um, they they do an excellent job of creating buzz, uh, creating uh, you know unique things that generate excitement, which is all about you know minor league baseball. I think you know look at Lehigh Valley, the Iron Pigs. They do an amazing job of that. El Paso, uh, the Chihuahuas do an amazing job of that. Um, so I think there's a lot to be learned there. I just uh, uh, I just I just don't understand it. The uh, the, the the revenue. And just saying, see you later, just like it defies what we've been brought up in this culture of sports, right? Like it just doesn't let us, our brains process it. But maybe 
He's right. I don't know. He's like, like, if he sold it to twenty twenty. He said it, he goes. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. He goes. It's not for everybody. I was. I just. He thinks it's going to generate more fans for him, which will grow his brand. Economy. I will give him this. It will generate a lot of PR in a short window. I, I can't. Um, I imagine it generates more fans. Like. I, I don't I don't I don't get but it. it look I don't, hey I don't look if it. you're sold up to 2022 and you want and you own the team and you want to do what you want to do that's the beauty of being the owner right so hey knock your socks off yeah do whatever the hell you want to do <laughs> like it's your money right? so like if you don't want to take it so did, did you ask did he get rid of his corporate sponsorship people did he have corporate sponsorship people or is it like how big he has no sales people he has experienced people so I don't know if he's got anyone picking up the phone cold calling people he said he did that back in the day and I get it and I appreciate that it's just different huh it's just different it's just different but anyway he was great i appreciate it we actually did it at 10 in the morning on a saturday he's got kids i got kids but he was um um he was you know so he was very generous with his time and appreciative and he's got a great podcast i asked him um some things on uh his advice on some podcasts and my interview techniques and he was very uh open and uh, gave me some um Good constructive feedback, and I appreciated that. Um, but it's um, well, I will listen. You know. So I typically listen in, in the car and the drive in because I. But I've been working from home because of said coronavirus. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's usually my Tuesday mornings is listening to our podcast and then our podcast replay on the way in too because I have about an hour and fifteen minute drive. So it that should take you twenty five minutes. It should take me twenty five. So. The past week when I was going in, there was nobody on the road because everybody's working from home, right? So the commute's been beautiful, but uh, not for a good reason, unfortunately. But it's been a little bit easier. But today I work from home, and um, it's just going to be probably more of that until we see how this shakes out. Uh, I, I mean, opening day was in a week and a half. We weren't starting in Boston, but we'll see if that's happening. Um I hope so. I hope it's back to normal. I hope the opening day is April 2nd. We're good to go. Full systems go, but... Yeah. Um, can I get your opinion on something? No. I didn't think so. So, kind of circling back to normally what we talk about. Yeah. Um, I got an email from a sport management student <coughs> basically saying, I have a school project, a senior, a senior. I have a school project uh, to interview somebody... Uh, in the sports business world, I have chosen you. Here's eight questions. Please answer. <laughs> Drives me freaking crazy, I've, right? I've chosen you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm so honored. Whoa, uh, wait, 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 wait. So, did you know this? You didn't know this person at all? Nope. I mean, we talked about nope. email tone and kind of our like we were going to do an email etiquette. What? Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> Did you respond, thank you so much for choosing me, iPad? <laughs> and one of the things that what? I was... Uh, the first question is, please provide your work history. Oh, my God. What? 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 <laughs> it doesn't well, make any freaking sense. I'm trying to... Uh, I feel bad for this kid, but uh, I haven't given him his name yet. Uh no, let's 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 tear down another what soul. Is we've your been, we've educa- been torn down a soul in a while. Let's tear it down. What is your educational background? Question one: What professional experience did you have before getting your current position? 
Um, I. So I I'm so look at my LinkedIn. Not even that. <laughs> you, you chose you for a reason, so they have to know who you are and why they chose you. Oh my god! So uh, I was. Did you respond? Like, I want to help. No, I haven't responded yet. We sent it. In all honesty, can I say I'm old man when it comes to email? I have it on my phone. I look at it on my phone, but uh, I need to sit down and do. Yeah, my no, I, I, there's some emails. There's some emails I agree with that. I will respond if I think I need to respond in a timely manner. Like if you if you emailed me and said, "Hey, I need," and I was like, I would just respond quick. Like it mattered. Like the relationship matters. Yes. But if I needed to, like that email, I respond I from a computer. I agree. I completely agree with that. Yeah, I don't know if it's old man me, but like, I need to sit down at a desktop. You know what I sometimes do, and this is the dumbest thing ever. Like, quite frankly, I'll be, I have my phone in my hand, and I'm sitting next to my computer, and I start responding to an email on my phone. I'm like, why am I, I, I doing I, this? I, 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 I have a. I, <laughs> like, there's a keyboard. I, so much easier to type. Why am I doing that? Like, let's just yeah, I, I, put that, the phone down I, and type. But so, all right. So you were chosen. So first of all, Rob, congratulations. Uh, oh my God, I, I feel. Anyway, it just, um, like. So it, uh, wait, I understand. Are you gonna, I understand. Are you going to respond and help? I wanted your advice on what do you think I should. Uh, what what you think? So I, I should would do. give. So here's what I would say. Because this is why we started this podcast. We would be. This, hippo- is, this is a. In my opinion, instead of getting pissed, I was looking for a teachable. No, it, so we would be hypocritical. To not right. use this moment to actually give them some coaching, and then yeah, also he only emailed help them. yesterday. He only emailed yesterday, so it's not like uh, I don't know. I'm waiting three weeks to respond to him or something. Is it from your alma mater at least? No, Springfield College guys. I've talked to everyone there. They're way too bright, smart. So, they're going to run every team in the. They're going to figure out. So the front I, box, I, I think. I'm not. I'm not going to even. This isn't. This isn't me being like. So how did this person? Choose you because I typically get like the UMass person will email me thinking we have some sort of connection because we went to UMass, but it'll be a little bit too casual, right? But like, I get it. Okay, I wonder if I spoke. It's a cl- it's a college I spoke at, um, and they ask a couple of Worcester questions, so I don't know if they're if that's the way they got it or they knew someone who's I spoke at a class or something like that. Okay, so that's what I think. He doesn't say how he found me. A senior, though. A senior. Come on, buddy. Anyway, I'm going to use that as a teacher. You got to, because otherwise we'd be hypocritical of why we're doing this whole thing. So what do you, what, what, what is your advice? To how you would approach it? What do you mean? Like, what would I say? Yeah, sp- what do you think I should, what do you think I should say to him? I'd say, for, I would, I, instead of going back and forth through email, because that's a waste of time, set up a time to talk. And just talk through it. Yeah, right? be like, listen, here, I have no problem helping you, and I'm very happy that you... I love I love helping. No, and I actually like I would be like I'm honored that you chose me, but just some key advice on a better way to have approached it would have been to first email me asking me if I was okay with it. Right. Which I would have said yes. And, and I'll say yes a hundred out of a hundred times look, if anyone like, wants to email. Hey, I have a I'm working on I have this project. You spoke at my class and my thing. I think you'd be great for it. Would you mind answering a few questions to help me complete my project? Versus Hey, I chose you. Here's a list of questions, some of which I should already have the answers to and could get the answers to. I'm just being lazy. 
it's just all about impression, right? Like that's just a terrible way to make a first impression to you. Like, yeah, that's what, that's what I would I would get on the phone though. Like, I yeah, I'll, I'll say I think an email we're gonna, back. We're gonna talk about this because I think we talk about email tone, which we could get to that with Mister uh, Peter Yawitz. Um We can. If you send that email, you could somewhat sound like a dick, right? Yeah, and I don't want it to be that. I don't. Want to like, do that. But you could also use it as a teachable, coachable moment where you could get on the phone and just walk them through it and just kind of be assertive yet not so like stuck up being like who the who the hell do you think you are emailing me like, you know what right. i mean like it's not even about that it's just like you're expecting me to give you my time without even asking for it it's like it's yeah, like the person no, who I... called me and was like hey this is so and so uh someone said i should call you i'm like what yeah <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, who are you? And, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, let me drop what I'm doing right now. I'm just, I'm good. It's like, yeah, no. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that's how I would approach it. But that is, but that's, this is why we do this. That's why we do this. I'm not going to get worked up. I'm not going to get worked up. No, this is a teachable moment. This is a teachable moment. Teachable moment. And, uh, oh, um, picked up my, uh, two cases of wine that I made. Oh, for sure. Oh, that's right. You made wine. Is it fermented? Oh yeah. Look, look, look. I'm showing. I'm showing Robin the. See, look. Yeah, where we. Oh, very so nice. So we made the label R E Z R E Z Res. So Rufus, my dog, Emma, Zach, little Cab Shiraz. It'll be ready to drink in about. Uh, you can drink it now. It's 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 ready to drink. We've tasted it. It needs probably another six months. Quite frankly. Um, well, you 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 have my number, so we'll come over and well, uh, I've got I've got twenty seven bottles sitting right next to me, and then because we liked what we were doing so much, we I have a Chianti sitting right over there in a bucket because we started making wine at bucket. home. Well, that's how it, that's how you make wine. You start in a bucket, so there's a bucket of Chianti sitting right over there <laughs> fermenting in my basement. Look at you, you, there's you are Hey coronavirus. So, you you are so freaking Italian. Bring it on, bro. I got wine for days. <laughs> you are so Italian. Well, Italy shut down, so they're not going to be shipping Italy, any Chianti. Yeah, you got to get your wine somehow. I'll make my Chianti at home. Don't worry about Italy. You'll be okay. I I'm I looked up flights the other day. I was just curious. Round trip to Rome in June, $500. I was like, "Ooh, I I can maybe like that's yeah. ridiculous. That's like flying to Florida. Uh, now you, I just uh, saw on Twitter. Uh, Trump said you can't go to Europe. Oh, that's right. He's speaking right now. It's nine. It's nine o'clock. Gosh, yeah, yeah, good. That's why my phone is blowing. Not to get. That's why my phone is blowing up right now from people texting me. So yeah, we'll just leave it at that. You have way more friends than me. No, no one is you know what's me unfo- during this whole thing besides you saying I think you're clicking a pen into the microphone <laughs> and you were you were right. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is that? I was playing with something. So if you hear an annoying noise, that was my fault. So yeah, no, I'm on. So I will say I am on way too many group chats, and the problem is I'm on group chats with some of the same people on other group chats. So like they'll text something, then I'll get the same text in another group chat, but it's the same text, so it's like very hard to keep up. But, yeah, right. I'm like just right. there's a lot of muting, you know, a lot of muting going on. Um, and then my uh, FSM has a sales chat, WhatsApp chat that we are going back and forth talking about this Oklahoma City thing and like what's the contingency for opening day. Blah, 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 blah. So like I don't know. It, it's here we are, 40 minutes later. Coronavirus is still here, and it's changed 17 times in 40 yes. minutes on March 11th. It has. I mean, when we started this podcast, you could fly to Europe. 
the uh, Jazz were just playing, right? Or no, they were throwing T-shirts. Yeah. Now they're out of there. The it's being shut down. And that's just in the I don't know half hour, forty minutes since we started this thing. Um, I and it'll change by the time we hit stop, and it'll change by tomorrow morning. And that's why our point yeah, early on was just be patient, be smart, be safe, stay healthy. So we can hire you when all this shit calms down. It'll all be okay. Just be smart. And right. think about your fellow human race or whatever the hell you want to say because it's not necessarily just about you or your whatever you got going on because everybody's dealing with something um, in this situation because it's uncharted. It's, untar- it's it's You'll remember this for the rest of your life. I agree. I agree. Um, so I wanted to talk about uh, something with you about the show, about the show here between us on the, on the, as we record, cause do you ever listen to Kirk Minahan's podcast? I, I do. And I, yeah, I probably can't admit that based on what that. Oh yeah. Right. You're not allowed to say yes. I can say yes. Um, yes. Um, I, anyway, I find him very entertaining. Yes. And one of the things that he, uh, talks about is they have legitimate discussions about the show as it's being recorded because the fans are very into it and their opinion is, you know, it's like we have our two voices and then the third voice is really the fans. I mean, without them and without the Michael Scotts and without Alfonso's of the world and without, uh, you know, Krinsman's of the world, I mean, we don't have this podcast, right? I mean, uh, Lauren Gruber and Amanda. Weaver, yeah, there's, Weaver. There's we, Amanda Weaver. Our wives. Got to thank our wives. Yeah, right. But anyway, all of those things, <laughs> that makes a voice, right? So I texted you this this week about the Jesse one, the Jesse podcast. Yep. I felt we've done a weekly interview since September 4th. Yes. Right? Only missing Thanksgiving, Christmas, and I think that was, one I think that was it. I think there was one week... Uh, that we kind of joked about it that we missed. It. Oh like, yeah, we just didn't yep. have one, right? So three weeks out of six months. Um, and I texted you that I felt like the interviews were starting to feel like a job. While I have another job, I have a kid, and you do the same thing. No excuses. It's like takes just a lot of time and effort mm-hmm. to get this thing going. And the last thing I wanted this thing to feel like was a job, because I enjoy it too much for it to feel like work, right? It always should be feel like fun. Um, and I felt like this last time I was like, man, it's starting to feel like work a little. Well, bit. 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning, like that. That's definitely not ideal. And I didn't like. I started to feel like I didn't like it, and I wonder if my questions and my effort was good enough for that uh, podcast with Jesse, and. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on that because we don't have an interview for next week. And I wonder, should as the show, we have interviews less frequently and more kind of organically than trying, you know, obviously us still trying to reach out and get them, but more organically and then keeping the this weekly discussion, right? I love this weekly discussion. I find it so much fun to talk about this. So I don't want to lose this. I'm talking about... How do we incorporate the interviews without it feeling like 
work. Yeah, no. Does anything well, like make sense? We kind of talked about this uh, probably about a, <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, right? So baseball season, well, baseball season was coming. <laughs> baseball season's coming. Coronavirus season's coming. Um, your schedule compared to mine's a little different. Uh, and for anyone who wants to see the ins and outs of what really goes into a, a grind, I think from the this conversation that you and I have weekly will be a really good reinforcement of what you do every single time there's a homestand and how much time is committed to working in sports. With that said, that leaves a lot less time for you to find an hour and a half to two hours to sit down and interview somebody. Um, and I think what and, we'll, and then the other time to go find the research, the information, come up with the questions. Oh yeah, no, this th- then edit all the others, the podcast, then it's like that. Kind but of we look at the download numbers, and we've looked at this. We started tracking it, and we're looking at the data. It, our downloads for you and I just doing this ridiculous 45-minute to an hour discussion in our basement gets as many, if not sometimes more, downloads than the interviews. Yeah, right. I agree. Um, so for sure, we should keep doing this. And I think as we have apropos interviews and timing works out, we do them, but it should never feel like it's being forced or a job because that defeats the purpose of the value of what we're trying to do here. So I, I'm on board with as they come and as they make sense and from a logistical standpoint, more so than anything, that's when they're going to happen. And if it's once a month, if it's twice a month, if it happens to be four times a month like it's been, great. If not, I don't think we'll lose listeners. Um, I think it'll just be less that we can put out during baseball season. That's just the nature of the business that we're in. And it'll be a good reminder to folks who want to be in this crazy world of how much time it takes to work in sports. Yeah, I I, I think that. And the other thing I want to do, too, more is we had great when we talked to Nick. Yeah. And no, we need more. Get, we, we want more interaction too. Like we, you and I, just sit here talking to each other. We, we have a third person on tomorrow. Like join us. Yeah, that's also one of the things I think that I struggle with too. Is like I start, I in my day, and you know this because we talk a lot during like work hours. Is like my day is like jammed from nine to five, and it's like you're still doing stuff. Yeah. So it's like. I want. I wish I could interact more on social media because I feel like that's how you get more engagement. Totally. I'm like just posting something like, "Hey, we got it. Did you post the podcast this week?" It's like, "Yeah, I got that done." Um, so it's just starting as the season comes closer, and all of this stuff is happening. It just feels to me like it's just becoming harder and harder to get my arms around the universe. That makes sense. Uh, no, that totally makes sense. I I, I just got. Um, I'm gonna. Keep talking. I just got a text that I have to confirm before I even say this because this can't be real. Because if it is, then we literally have a national emergency on our hands. But I do not want a national emergency. Um, but I do think that, um, you know, front office features has been growing like crazy. And when I was talking to Jesse off, Jesse Cole uh, off the air, and he has a great podcast. Um, he has a great podcast called. No, so this is true. Uh, Doing business differently. What's Tom, what's Tom Hanks has coronavirus. He posted it himself. Tom Hanks has coronavirus. Tom Hanks, Reed and I are down here in Australia. We felt a bit tired, like we had colds and some body aches. Rita had some chills that came and went. Slight fevers too. To play things right as I needed in the world right now, we were tested for coronavirus and found to be positive. 
Tom Hanks and, and his wife. And they're in Australia? Yep. So what does that mean? Uh, they ha- I mean, besides they have coronavirus, so they quarantine themselves and uh, figure it I, out? Or how does I guess it work? they're in there. It says, well, now what to do next? The medical officials have protocols that must be followed. We Hanks will be tested, observed, and isolated for as long as public health and safety requires. Not much more you can do in once a day at a lifetime approach. We'll keep you the world posted and updated. Take care of yourselves. So Tom's got it in Australia. Yep. Uh, no bueno. Yeah, so I think that's what somebody was waiting for. Um, for this to feel real. Um, and now that's pretty real. Tom Hanks. Um, I've never seen a movie and I, I know who Tom Hanks is. <laughs> I don't want to laugh right now because it's serious, but that's... <laughs> have you seen Forrest Gump? Uh, I have many, many, many years ago. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have tested positive for the coronavirus. Rita Wilson, his wife? Yep. She's an actress, too. But... Well, well um, I guess on that note... <clears throat> yeah, we've been talking for a while. But anyway, um, that's what I'm thinking with the podcast in regards to the interviews. If we go back from Top Hanks. I concur. You're yeah, right. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. If anyone has any thoughts, uh, find us on our social pages. We'll be in the bunkers. <laughs> Lockdown. <laughs> uh, oh, good. You could cough. Let's end it now. Everyone go run, run and hide from this podcast. I, I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. Okay. All right. I'll see you. Later. Later.